appreciate getting to be back here tonight. Appreciate uh, this morning's service. Been feeding off, off of it all day, and I'm thankful for everybody that's made an effort to be back here tonight. Thankful for any visitors we may have. I, I don't feel like opening up with any scripture. We'll just we'll pray and uh, really really follow the Lord tonight. I know uh, many times it's easy to have a good service Sunday morning and then just kind of lay back and think, well, we had a good service this morning. Uh, but the same God that blessed us this morning can bless us tonight. So uh, re really get in this service just as much as you did this morning. It matters just as much. So we'll pray and we'll turn it over to Brother Taylor. Our Heavenly Father, God, I thank you once again, God, for another day of life. God, thankful for the service this morning. God, thankful for your many blessings and your mercies. God, I'm thankful you're still calling people, God, and still moving in the hearts of your church. And uh, God, I'm thankful for a church that's willing to follow you and God willing to back the preacher, God, I'm thankful tonight for the church, and I pray you'd help us, lead us, and guide us. God, just move in this service. God, and let everyone be led by your hand, and God, we pray we'd follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Taylor, the choir.
good to be in the Lord's house tonight. I'm especially thankful for the service we had this morning. I'd say the, the service we had this morning, second to being saved, is the most beautiful thing that this earth could ever have. 
Uh, and if you had the opportunity to be in that service and you missed it, then you were really missing out. And I don't just mean you missed not being able to watch it online or you missed not being here. I mean, if you were at the service and you missed your opportunity to be in the service, you really, really missed out. I, I feel real confident that somebody probably left here this morning feeling awful. They probably felt terrible. I'd say they probably even, as they were pulling out as fast as they could, they probably had tears running down their eyes because they knew they missed their moment. But the good news is we have another moment tonight. Uh, as good as this morning's service was, and it sure was great, this service is more important than this morning's service because it's what we have now. Uh, so as we uh, continue on, we'll ask everyone to please stand. We'll ask at this time if anybody has an unspoken prayer request. Hands all throughout the house. Remember those. Does anybody have a spoken prayer request this evening? Yeah. Remember our pastor. Yeah, absolutely. If you didn't hear Uncle Bill, he said, really remember our pastor and really remember Brother Jordan over at Samaria. Anybody else have a prayer request for you? Go to the Lord in prayer. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Here in a couple months, it will make 22 years since I've been saved. And it still amazes me that it still amazes me. Uh, I think about this all the time, about how Jesus came and, and died on a cross for me, knowing 
how much wrong I was going to do in my life, he still loved me enough to go and die on a cross for me. That just, I, I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah. Anybody else have anything at all? If not, we'll ask Sean and Bo Hendrickson lead us in prayer. Sorry about that. Crazy kids. I said this in Sunday school last week, and I'll say it again here. Uh, I really love being able to hear the men praying up front. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, but unfortunately, some of these men are starting to get older. But as I finished my prayer, I, I listened to what was going on out here, and I could hear some of the younger fellas praying out loud and that was a big blessing to me that's that's a tradition I want to carry on is to be able to hear the men of the church praying for their church and so uh, that really blessed me to hear some of these younger fellows uh, praying out loud this evening but we'll ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony on your heart I'm thankful for that. I 
I saw a thing on Facebook this week that said, I'd rather have a, a noisy, I'll probably get it wrong, but it said I'd rather have a noisy church full of kids than to have a church that's quiet with no kids in it. Uh, I'm thankful for being part of the youth group. We can see these young ones starting to come up that we can see our youth group is going to continue on even. I mean, it's just, it's exciting. Anybody else have a song or a testimony on your heart? Let's pray for him. appreciate being here tonight. I appreciate the services that we had all day. The Lord passing by, the moves that we saw, and there, there could have been that many more, I believe, on that altar, Carl, on top of the ones that we did see. But I thought all about just the way the whole days went, and how can you describe it, Coop? It's a blessing, but uh, this song says, ain't it good? That's really about the only way I can explain it is, ain't it good? Because, Roy, there's not enough words that I have. There's not enough words in this English, English language to explain and express what God is to us. And it, you can have that in your life. If you don't have it tonight, you can have that. Just pray for us.
ashen altar where he touched me and made me brand new. You may even doubt he is able, but I know he'll do the same thing for you. Ain't it good to know about Jesus that his blood washes whiter than snow? Ain't it good to sing of his power to illuminate sin-darkened soul? I can tell the grand story forever, and it never be told like it should. For a lack of a way to describe it, I just have to say, ain't it good? I just have to say, ain't it good? I, I'd like to sing this, that last verse again, but the, the chorus, uh, just some words stick out to me every time I sing it. Uh, I'm just going to read it just so I, I don't get it wrong to you, but ain't it good to know about Jesus that his blood washes whiter than snow? Ain't it good to sing of his power? To illuminate sin darkened soul. How amazing is that? I was my soul was so dark with sin. And now it is so bright. I can't even look upon it. It's beautiful. I just just pray for it. I'm saying that last verse again. I too have tasted the measure. Of mercy, pure and divine. My old tattered garments were filthy. My sin, blackened heart, dark as night. But I met him at an old-fashioned altar where he touched me and made me brand new. You may even doubt he is able, but I He'll do the same thing for you. Ain't it good to know about Jesus that his blood washes whiter than snow? Ain't it good to sing of his power to illuminate sin-darkened souls? I can tell the grand story forever and it never be told like it should. For a lack of a way to describe it, I just have to say, ain't it good? For a lack of a way to describe it, I just have to say, ain't it good?
songs I'd like to say at this time I feel like just turn it over to Brother Cooper I appreciate getting to be here once again and I appreciate everything that's been said and done appreciate the spirit here tonight and uh, I'll ask real briefly tonight if anybody else has anything on their heart a song or a testimony anything at all if not, you, you pray. I've been looking at the scripture. I'll read to you. And uh, 
tonight. I, I hope it blesses you, and uh, it's been a blessing to me just getting to study it. And uh, I love this scripture. So you pray. The fifth chapter of the book of Mark is where we'll be at. Just to give a little background here, uh, Jesus had been over with his disciples, and the Bible tells us, I'll, I'll just read this verse to you, it says, In the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And they were in this area, and he had told them, he said, We're going to pass over uh, over the sea onto another parcel of ground, I guess you could say. And the Bible doesn't exactly state why he told them he was going to pass over. But as we read this, I want you to keep in mind who he meets and understand tonight, it was not by happenstance that Jesus told those boys, we're going to go over uh, to the other side. But I believe tonight that he had this fellow on his mind when he was getting ready to pass over there. And so you pray tonight in the fifth chapter of the book of Mark says, And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains." because they, that he had oft, been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him, but always day and night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, and cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, saith unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he said, asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And so I'll just tell you the next little part. It says that there was some swine over by him. And as the swine had come close, he commanded the unclean spirit to go into the swine. And the swine ended up running off that ground and into the ocean. And the swine died there. The spirit died there. And it says that and they came, they came to Jesus and saw him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid but they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine and they began to pray him to depart out of their coast and when he was coming to the ship he that had been possessed with the devil prayed that him that he might be with him howbeit Jesus suffered him not but saith unto him listen to this statement go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. And so you pray tonight, I, I just want to follow the Lord, and uh, I, I won't get anywhere without the help of the church. And so I, I began to think about this, and as I said, Jesus had been over with his disciples and had been in a certain country, and he told them, he said, we're going to go, and we're going to cross this sea and go into this other parcel of land. And we find that Jesus comes across, and it says that after he had got out and he had gotten into the Gadarenes, it says, when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met a man that had his dwelling among the tombs. And it says that he was a man possessed by demons. And I don't think today that it was by happenstance, it wasn't by circumstance, but I believe Jesus had that man on his mind 
when he told them, fellows, we're going to cross over, over to the Gadarenes. And today I believe that you're here for a reason. And God has met with us for a re- God had you on his mind today uh, when you woke up. God thought, you know what, I'm going to go and visit Lima Missionary Baptist Church tonight because there's some people there that need help. And I'm thankful today that God's made a promise that will dwell among his people. And I'm glad that God still wants to help people tonight. But you, you, you pray, it says that when he'd come over out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. And I begin to think about that, the term immediately and how great that is there. And we see that that man was there. And I can picture him, just all the struggles he had probably gone through and the, 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 the demon possession he had. But the Bible says that immediately there met him a man out of the tombs. And tonight I can see him as he had maybe heard about Jesus once or twice. And I can see Jesus stepping out of the ship. And I can see that man realizing this is my chance. This is my chance to get cleaned up. And tonight I'm telling you right now, if anything happens that you get cleaned up, if anything happens that your life gets fixed, it'll be because you immediately go and meet the Master when He's in front of you. There's nothing that we can do besides immediately run to Him. Listen, I'm not talking about the things of the world. Listen, I, I believe some things in the world are good and they can help you, but if the things of the world line up with the Bible, that's when they'll help you. But hear me good and well, there is nothing like the great physician. There are things that only God can fix today. And before you go look and listen today, there's things that the world cannot fix. So Carl, I was so, I'll say it, I was demon, I was six years old, so lost and undone and I was so sick in sin and there was only one man that could fix my problem mom and dad couldn't fix it listen no one else could fix no doctor could fix it but there was a day when I called out to Jesus and I said Jesus the most high God would you please help me God would you save me from mine iniquity and aren't you glad today that God has the power to clean up sinners and God has the power to fix people that nobody else can I like what the Bible says. It says that He was dwelling among the tombs. What's that mean? He was living among the dead. Mm. Well, I can take you back to a place where I was living among the dead. What a sad, sad place to be, but you do not have to stay there tonight. And so we see that it says that uh, who had his dwelling among the tombs and no man could bind him, no, not what changed. That's what I was just talking about. The world was trying to fix his problem. And the world said, we're going to chain him down here. We're going to fix everything that's going on. But we find that the world could not contain the problems that the man had. And so you keep praying. It says that when he saw him, he said he cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he saith unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. I love what, what Legion says here. So he says his name is Legion. He said, what have I to do with thee? Boy, if we would realize tonight that God had absolutely no business with us. How worthless, how helpless we were. But it brings, brings me great joy tonight to realize that God loved me so much that one day he said, I'm going to go and visit with him. And not only that, but I'm going to save him from his sin. And I'm going to give him a brand new start. Aren't you glad of that tonight? That God, although he had no business with us, he loved us so much that he said, I'm going to pay the price in full. I'm going to take care of them and give them a brand new start. We ought to rejoice tonight knowing, Jeremy, that God saw you and saw me and he loved us so much 
much that He paid the ultimate price. What is that? It says, No greater love hath a man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. It brings me joy tonight to realize that God considered me a friend. Way back yonder, and He considered me, and He saw me through the sands of time, and He loved me so much that He said, I'm going to call Him a friend. And not only that, but He paid the price, and it was enough for me as a six-year-old boy, and it's enough for you today. It's enough. The price was paid in full, and the world will tell you that it's only good one time, or it's only good for a certain time, and then you go out in the world and you start living bad, and it'll go away. You hear me good and well. The blood of Jesus is so sufficient that it takes one time to get underneath of that. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. You cannot lose your salvation, but I'm thankful today that it covers eternity. The world will tell you that you're walking on a tightrope, that it's hard, it's impossible. I thank God today. I understand me good and well. You shouldn't be okay with wrongdoing, but understand tonight there's never been a place. I thank God that I've lost myself. I've never had that problem because it's not in the Bible. I don't believe God teaches that. But you pray, we find that that man got over there, and as he got over there, and he began to be cleaned up, and the, the demons had been casted out of him. And I'll say this, this, this Scripture does not just apply to the lost today. I believe as saved Christians, we all have problems that we go through. But I love that the Bible, I believe, clearly indicates in this that He can clean up even our flesh. He can clean up the problems that we have, and He can get rid of them for us. And so you see today it says, they came to Jesus and saw, that he, the, the man that was possessed with the de- devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid it amazes me that this verse this scripture it says that as they came up there and I, I can see them and maybe Billy there had been a few people that had knew that man before and knew him as legion and had seen the things that he was going through and seen the demons within him and I can just see him there as they came up to that maybe that edge and they began to look into the gatherings and they saw that man clothed and in his right mind what a testimony that man had to his people. Could you imagine? I, I'll tell you what, it brings me great joy to realize that I've been in that same place, that there was people that knew me before I was saved. And it, I'm telling you today, we need to be telling them just what God has done for us. And I can see Legion there as he's looking at the Master and saying, do you see what he did for me? Do you see that he got rid of my problems and he got rid of those demons that I was struggling with? Listen, today, we need to be telling people, we need to be showing people what God has done for us. And I can see that man legion there as they begin to look and wonder is this a new man who is this fella and he began to tell them I'm still him but I'm brand new I'm still him but I've been cleaned up by Jesus listen today there is a testimony that you have that is incomparable to others I love what the Bible goes on and says there in that scripture it says that he went over there and the people had told him to go away from them they were afraid they were scared of the things that had occurred and they begin to tell him don't come around us go to a different country and it says that when he went unto to Jesus and said these people don't want to have me around I'm putting in my words it says that Jesus told them he said go and tell your friends what I have done for you and listen today if you're saved and you're born again I believe it's essential and it's high time that we that tell the people and our friends around us what Jesus has done for us and that was not for just that man named Legion but I believe that was for every born again child of God that we need to go and tell our friends what God has done why preacher because he can do it for them listen we ought to long for our people to be saved tonight and so I can see that man legion and I can see him maybe as maybe he went back to his old house the way it would have worked then he wasn't allowed to be around anybody he had to stay completely separate but just think about this for a moment 
I can see Legion maybe as he goes back home, as he goes back to his house, and he begins to go inside, maybe he knocks on the door, and somebody opens and says, who in the world is this? He said, do you remember me? He said, Jesus has cleaned me up inside. I'm no longer that man I used to be. I'm a brand new man and I've got a brand new start. And I could see him telling him, and you can have a brand new start too. And listen, and I believe it's still the same, just as it was in Legion's day, I believe it's the same today that God can give you a brand new start and God can clean you up and take the problems that you have and He can get rid of them and that lostness that you feel and that conviction you have in your heart, He can get rid of it and you can get washed in the blood. So I thank God for being here tonight. I'll, I'll ask for one verse of invitation. And I beg of you tonight, stand with us. If you feel God knocking at all, you come. Preacher, I don't understand all this. This doesn't make sense to me. God can solve that. God will take care of you. I'm telling you, the best place that I've found answers is at the altar. Come. Appreciate your prayers today. Appreciate getting to be here. Appreciate how the church has moved. And, uh, what a blessing that is. So if nobody else has anything, I'll ask Cameron to pray this missile.